Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, ho, 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 happy ho, 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 holidays, as Candace would be saying about her Real Housewives of Potomac cast. Did you guys hear how Robin ambushed her? Yes, so good. But also, tis the season for me to have COVID. What the fuck, man? Yes, I currently have COVID, and it sucks balls, and... It sucks. It just really sucks. That's all I can say. Uh, When did I get symptoms? I got symptoms Friday night. And uh, let's see. I got the stuffiness and all that shit Friday. Saturday, I felt like I was hit by a bus. That was awful. And now it's just sort of dry cough, mucusy cough. My breathing does seem a little funky to me. So I'm going to monitor that. But yeah, yins, guys, it's not fun. Whoever doesn't have the COVID shot, go get it. Yes, I am uh, doing that. Sorry if you don't like it, then you don't have to listen to the podcast. But yeah, the shit sucks. So try to avoid it in any way possible for sure. Now, yes, it's the holidays, as Candace Dillard Bassett would say about her cast. Before we get into that, though, because I literally just watched the first six minutes of summer or fucking summer house of winter house. Sorry. And I need to get a few things off my chest. One, why the fuck are people believing Austin about Lindsay supposedly touching his dick at Kyle and Amanda's wedding? This is quintessential If you go back to Vanderpump Rules, when everyone believed Jax Taylor that he didn't sleep with Kristen and cheat on Stassi, and everyone was going against Stassi, and they were like, no, Jax is a good guy. Well, guess what? He wasn't. Do we remember that? He was a shitty-ass person, right? Technically, right now, he's not a shitty person, so it seems on the Instagram, even though I did read some sort of article that he's selling a bunch of his shit online via Instagram because he has $1.2 million that he owes for his house or something, so he's losing money. That's the word on the street. I don't know if that is Bible, so don't come after me. But why are all these girls in the winter house believing someone like Austin, who is the number one biggest fuckboy of all of them in that house, who is probably the most dishonest person I've ever seen on reality TV, who is totally full of shit? Yes, we already know that I don't like Austin. I just don't like him. I think he's a piece of shit. I think he's an asshole. I think he's a womanizer. I think he's out for himself. Yes, I'm very heated about this situation. Also, too, first six minutes of uh, Winter House, hilarious. Craig Conover dances like Elaine from fucking Seinfeld. Catch that, catch that. You will find that hilarious. I loved it. Now, from the dancing of Elaine (laughs) from Seinfeld, a.k.a. Craig Conover, uh, let's go to, okay, two girls that I want to talk about in the Bravo sphere that are also pissing me off. What the fuck this Jessica girl in Winter House? Who the fuck does she think she is? Some 20-some-year-old girl that thinks she's the shit. Honey, calm your fucking self. Two, that Grace Lily, Grace Kelly, Grace, she ain't Grace Kelly. She's Grace Lily 
Southern hospitality, which is okay at the moment. It's all right to me. The only person that I really like so far as far as a newbie is Maddie. She seems like a badass bitch and I would roll with her. But Grace Lily, what you and Jessica from Winter House should like be together in like some sort of dorm room because that's how you guys are acting like some college fucking kids that have never seen the real world. Think that you girls are some kind of Tinkerbell coming down from the Magic Kingdom thinking that you're all that. I can't deal with it. Also, basically trashing, not trashing, shading. Jessica shades the guy that she likes to his face by saying, oh, well, if I really wanted to have an attractive guy, then I would go with Luke. But your person at like, what the fuck? Did you hear what came out of your mouth, bitch? I honestly, guys, I can't take it. Three people that I can't stand on the Bravo sphere right now. Austin Kroll. He'll always be number one because he's a fuck boy and I don't like how he treats women. I don't like it, period. Grace Lily, just met her, but I don't really like her. Let's see if she warms up to me. I kind of doubt it but there we are. And three, Jessica, thinking that she's fucking Tyra Banks over here, fucking Giselle Bunchen, fucking whatever, Alessandra, what the hell is her name? She was a Victoria's Secret model. Gorgeous. You're not that, honey, okay? Calm down. Get your head out of the clouds. And as Kendrick Lamar would say, bitch, be humble. That's all I'm saying. Whew. Sorry about the rant, yins, guys, but... I had a lot of feels for that, not only because I just watched the Winter House beginning tonight, right? But uh, the whole Southern hospitality thing, the Grace chick, and then Jessica. Oh, my God. I would have so many things to say to both of those. Actually, to all three of those people. I would have a mouth word. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I would have ver... <laughs> okay, I think this is the COVID talking, so please forgive me. I would have... Word vomit to all of those people on how I really feel and how I would assume, I would assume, I could be wrong, most of Bravo fans feel. Now, moving on from that, let's uh, let's go to my Real Housewives of Potomac Bitches. Wow. What a season they're delivering, right? I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy on where we're at and on how many things are going on social media right now as far as the Mia and Wendy and Robin and Giselle not defending Wendy and all this shit, kind of going uh, going to comparison with Monique and Candace and all that stuff. A lot of stuff, okay? It's intense. It's heavy. A lot of it's kind of funny to me when Karen comes into the equation. It's just... Let's get into the most recent episode. Okay. They're in Miami still, right? Wendy got kicked out of the house. She got kicked out from Mia. Mia says, bye, bitch. Get out. Didn't say it like that, but yins guys get what I'm saying. So it's Karen Kern's birthday. 59, I believe it is. I can't even say Kern the way that I want it to be, but it's okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get through it together. So it's her birthday, or is it? Because Mia got all upset whenever Karen and Candace and, wait, who else went? Sharice, maybe? Or, I don't know, Karen and Candace definitely, oh, Ashley, too. They went to go meet up with Wendy after she was kicked out. They went to see her for lunch. Mia didn't like that. 
So she was basically like, okay, Karen, this is not going to be a birthday dinner. The white dinner is not going to be for you. It's just going to be a nice dinner. So Karen's like, what the fuck? This is my birthday, bitch. Like, what the hell? But you know what? You see in her confessional, when they were talking about the white party, (laughs) she just said, I don't really care. I'm actually just hungry as shit. So that was a great quote by Karen Huger, La Dame, the Grand Dame. I love, I love, I love, I love. Mia is being petty and she's trying to be the boss ass bitch, but she can't be the boss ass bitch of all of those women. She can just be the CEO of her business. So she's being really petty and uh, she's getting upset about Karen not being on her side. When we get to the dinner, the white party, a.k.a. Karen's birthday dinner, the ladies want to go around the table and share their wonderful Karen moments. Their Karen memories. I enjoyed it thoroughly because we got to see the wig shift again from seasons past when they were over. Oh, whenever Candace, that was Candace's first season. And uh, we got to see the wig shift. We also got to see when they were at Katie's little rodeo type hoedown thing, whenever she said clankety clank, the soap for Michael. That was a great moment. What other moment was really lovely? Uh, <laughs> Mia was talking about how Gordon used his tongue and then Karen was like, I can't deal with this. That was last season. So that was great. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, yeah. Robin also brought up whenever Karen was talking about how to use <laughs> their tongue to please their man, <laughs> to please their men. I'm sorry. And then she looks at Robin. She's like, look, you did it, Robin. That's how you got the ring from one. Oh, my God. So true, Karen. Please. So those little moments were great to hear. I loved it. And then after that, a nice little birthday gift from Mia to Karen. These beautiful fire dancers coming out, putting fire in their mouth and all this crazy shit that I would never do. I'm sure it would be really scary to see. But man, oh, man, Karen was enjoying it. She was going, oh, ah, Ooh, ooh, that's beautiful. Ooh, ah, ah. And then afterwards, she's like, I got to call Ray. And then everyone's like, what? And she's like, yes, this is so sexy. Like, I'm into this. Maybe that's her fetish. So you do you, Karen. I love it. But I do find it funny while they were performing. You hear Karen, how are they going to eat later? Love it. Yes, yes. So then at the dinner, you would think it would be peaceful. But yes, Ashley, the uh, potster, a.k.a. the shitster to me, She brings up how Chris, Candace's Chris, is basically threatening her on social media and Giselle. And then you have Candace in her confessional talking about Ashley as Miss Forehead and Giselle as Dusty Vagina. That is an interesting name. I mean, where does she get this stuff? I tell you, if Candace was not on Potomac right now, it wouldn't be as good. She's bringing the fire. She is bringing the ratings, in my opinion. And yes, we all know that she's not my fave, but she's she's putting on a grand old show, if you ask me. And I'm enjoying it. And her wit, her quick wit, is on fire to me. And I am highly approving, believe it or not. So she also calls the women the long rolling hill of necks. <laughs> the long rolling hill of necks. Now, I don't know what that means. Can you guys tell me? Because I'm quite confused. But it was great. But I also find it odd that these women who are older 
than Candace, some by 20 years. They are allowing her to basically lead the conversations at dinners, at gatherings. Like she is a powerhouse to be reckoned with. Is that the right wording? I'm not really sure. Forgive. But she is a force that it seems like the women don't know how to handle. And in my mind, I'm like, some of you bitches are like 20 years older than her. Put her in her place. Like that's what she needs. That would make for great TV, wouldn't it? But it almost seems like they're intimidated or something. I don't know. I would call Sonia Morgan right now because if we remember when she was in Miami, she was telling everyone, I'm going to knock you out. I think we need a Sonia Morgan to come in and intervene uh, this whole situation. So Sonia, where are you? Drop those Morgan letters and come down to Miami or Abuelito. Um, <laughs> what the fuck did you say? Abuelito on Miami. What the fuck, Giselle? That is not what Will Smith said in his song. And it just doesn't make sense. You were saying grandfather to Miami? What? I can't. I can't, but it was hilarious. Thank you. Then we got to learn who Mia's representative is. It's her best friend, Jacqueline, I think her name is, because that's what Candace said. I don't need to hear from Mia's representative. I'm telling you, Candace is coming with fire. No one else can... They can't fight back. They're not fighting with fire because they don't know how. They don't know how. They need to be prepping a little bit better. So Candace, I applaud you for that. Believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying that. So the next morning comes. Sharice goes and she checks with Candace in her room, which she's still staying in Mia's place. And Mia didn't kick her out. Crazy enough. So we find out that Candace thinks that Ashley's divorce is in fact a scam And they're trying to do something. They're plotting for whatever she doesn't know. She doesn't feel like they're getting a divorce. I mean, they're buying property together, supposedly. But she's like, if I was divorcing someone, I would not be signing a legal document with them for a home. So she thinks it's a crock load of shit. Then they are going out to excursions that Mia set up with. Some are going to a boat. Some are doing like a Lamborghini ride. Fun, fun, fun. It's funny when they're leaving, Ashley's doing her dance stuff for TikTok, and Karen always likes to refer to it as, oh, look at Ashley doing the tickety-talk, the ticky-talk. So funny. Karen, you're showing your age a little bit, but we love you. Ticky-talky. Yes. So, boat trip is as follows. You got Robin, you got Candace, you got Ashley, and then you have Sharice. The Lambo trip, you got Jacqueline, Mia, Giselle, and Karen. I think that's everyone. So Lamborghini trip seemed a lot more fun, even though Karen didn't really know how to uh, start her engine, so to speak, even though she got moist at the end, supposedly. (laughs) But uh, the boat ride, everyone was like, oh, is it going to be a yacht? Like, what is it? Hell no. It's a paddle wagon. It's a booze cruise. And uh, Candace wanted to invite Wendy And Robin, oh, I forgot Robin. What the fuck? I'm so sorry, Robin. I fucking love you. My bad. So, or maybe I didn't. I can't remember. But Robin was like, whatever, you can invite her. So Wendy ends up coming on this booze cruise where they are drinking and they got a paddle to move. I mean, it's great. You see that shit at carnival, not carnivals. You see that shit at um, amusement parks, Disney World, which, yeah, Disney World rocks, by the way. But you see all that shit at those places. You're not supposed to see it in Miami. 
the way that these women want to be living. So I found that great. Which one would you prefer? Would you want to go on the booze cruise? Or would you want to go in a Lambo and not know how to start the car? I don't know. I thought it was great. I would do both, to be honest. I might do the boat trip. I think that would be fun just to just to do it. I think it would be hilarious. Now, on the boat, Ashley is asking Robin about uh, how her and Juan, like where they're going to get married, when are they going to do it? And you see Robin not really willing to share. And she's basically saying, like, I don't want to share this shit for people who don't like me. And then uh, people are like, no, people like you, Robin. And then you got Candace going on her uh, fucking in, uh, confessional saying, wow, how cold is it for someone to just write off like that just because of one person? But in my mind, I'm like, I don't think it's just Wendy, Candace. I don't think Robin likes you right now either because you're doing some shady shit about her too. So then from there, they go back to the place. And Robin is talking to Giselle and wants her to listen to her fucking speaker thing. And what doused they hear? I don't know if that's right, but bear with me. They hear Candace on her Instagram live from a few days ago, whenever this was actually shot, basically trashing the whole cast, saying none of these bitches or hoes, they are are only out for themselves, they're going to panhandle for their businesses and all this stupid shit and blah, 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 blah. Basically throwing them under the bus, saying they're a piece of shit and she don't like them. So Robin's like, what the fuck? We're going to play this at dinner tonight because these women got to know technically she likes it when you come aside and you do it in private. But fuck this. This is all about all of the women, not just you, not just me. It's about everyone. So. That's what Robin does. Look, what what the hell? Giselle said something to Monique seasons ago. She said something. I'm going to be off the corner and come off the cuff and blow your face off. That's what Robin's doing, essentially. I know that's not the exact quote, but for Yin's guys who know what I'm talking about, it's basically the same thing. So then we get to dinner. And this is wrong, Miss Ashley, the shit stirrer. Again, this is the second time she does this in an episode. She calls up Wendy and invites her to the dinner without discussing it with Mia or the women. Of course, Wendy's like, yeah, I'll be there. That'd be great. So whenever Ashley comes back and tells the girls, Sharice was like, I don't think that was respectful to do that without asking Mia or the rest of us. Like, especially with what's going on with everyone. Like, why do we always have to be in a confrontation? Like, what the fuck? Sharice has got a good point. But Ashley doesn't care. She likes the fire. She likes the drama. So when Wendy gets there, I think it's funny, too, if you guys didn't look at it. (laughs) When Wendy gets there, Giselle is literally pulling on Mia's chair to get closer to her. Like, come on, come on. That was a funny little moment that I noticed. I don't know if it was supposed to be noticed, but I enjoyed it. Then you see Wendy apologizing in third person, mind you. That was fucking weird. To Mia. Me, Wendy, I can apologize. Like, come on, dude. Like, you're going back to your professor vibes. Talk to me like a normal person. Don't say me, Wendy. Just say, hey, I want to apologize. And then technically Mia should have apologized because she did some fucked up shit. Like you're not supposed to throw shit at people. Ah, Yeah, that's the big thing. 
what the fuck, people? Haven't we learned through Monique and Candace? You don't put your hands on someone. You don't throw shit at people unless it's a water balloon and you're doing a fucking game, okay? But this wasn't a game. This was bitches going after bitches. (laughs) So, no, this was women going after women. So, Mia, you should have apologized. You didn't because you're bitter and you're petty and uh, whatever. That's what happened. Wendy apologized in the third person. But then after that, Robin comes out and says, well, you know what, girls? I've got something to share with you. Boom. Busts out that speaker in the middle of the table, presses play on her phone. And then what do you hear? These bitches, these whole Candace Dillard Bassett. You see her at the end of the table. She's making a face like, oh, fuck, here we go. Basically is what she was thinking. Let me tell you this. She was showcasing Candace's talents of throwing people under the bus and uh, fucking these hoes, so to speak. Not in that way. She basically said, fuck these hoes. That's what she said. So Robin wanted to showcase that in front of all the women. You see Wendy and Karen get pretty offended because they feel that Candace was also talking about them, which I would have felt that way too. But then Candace comes in and says, wow, Robin, I can't believe you did that when you were the only one that I felt was the most loyal. And then again, you see Wendy and Karen like, what the fuck? Now, Karen, I don't know, but Wendy would definitely be like, what the fuck? Because Wendy has always been there for Candace and vice versa. So Candace, you got to be you got to be careful on how you're putting your words together, even though we know that you never are. And you just throw atomic bombs of your words Sometimes that make no sense and contradict yourself, but a lot of times it's entertaining as hell and we all love it and we want more. Not today, neck. Not today, Satan. Whew. That was a great quote of the year, right? Isn't that what they said in the uh, social media atmosphere? Stratosphere? Yes, they did. Now, beautiful little quote from Giselle about Candace. (laughs) She said, your face cracked because you're busted. Whew. All right, Giselle, coming back with some stuff. You've been a little quiet this season with your quotes for me, but uh, you're getting there. Rev it up. You got to catch up to Candace because she's got the good ones right now. You can rev it up. Mia's had a few too. Um, After the whole IG live happened, Ashley again (laughs) wants to add fuel to the fire because she figures why not? Candace is already in the, uh, the shit seat, so to speak. And she's like, hey... Just want to let you know, Karen, Candace also said that you were allowed to date other men and you were seen out with another married man or another man, not married man, another man. Candace is making a face. She obviously says, I don't remember saying that. I never said that. I never said that. And if I did say that, why would I tell forehead over there? But guess what? Production shows that you did say that, Candace. I can't wait to the reunion because that shit's going to be brought up. Oh, so but yes, Candace is denying, deny, deny, deny. And then Giselle comes back. Oh, this was good, too, with Giselle in her confessional. She says, now, Karen didn't deny it. She did not deny going out with another man. But she did say not to talk about it in these streets. 
All right, Giselle, you're coming back. I dig it. I dig it. That was a good one, too. So after dinner, per Candace's mouth, her words, she said Giselle, the 39,000-year-old hag, had to go to bed so she didn't go out to the club with all the other girls. They were having a good time. They were drinking. Wendy and Robin seemed like they loved each other. Candace and Ashley were dancing together. And Mia, everyone seemed to be having fun. And then Mia leaves around 3.30 in the morning just to go back home. She's like, bye, bitches. And then all of a sudden, Robin calls Mia. They're on their way home. Then you got Robin and Ashley. Well, Ashley, I think Ashley calls. So Robin and Candace are yelling. Candace was like, you did that to hurt me. You're such a bitch backstabber, blah, 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 blah. And then Robin's like, why would you say that? You're talking about all the girls and blah, 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 blah. They're basically, you know, yelling at each other, not listening. Great TV. Yay, 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 yay. And then all of a sudden, Mia's on the phone. Someone hangs up. And she's like, what is going on? So yeah, that was the end of the episode. And then it says, still to come. What is going to be interesting that I heard on that little mid-season trailer, Karen saying that one has another woman that supposedly looks like Karen? What? That is interesting to me. I need to know everything more about it, please. And the fact that you hear Juan on the phone with Robin and he is pissed. He is like, he is pissed. I don't even know how to describe it. This is like the Juan Dixon I've never seen or heard before. But he is yelling on the phone and saying, I'm going to fuck up one of the... I am so excited to know what the deal is with that because, whoa, whoa, the shockery of it. Is that a word? I like it if it is. If it isn't, I'm using it. The shockery. I am so excited. Potomac is delivering. I am happy about that. Salt Lake City is okay. It was delivering. It's kind of like, I don't know, neutral for me at the moment. Lisa Barlow is getting quote after quote after quote. You see on bravotv.com, you can get a sweater that says, I deserve presents for breathing. I actually like that sweater. I wanted to get it, but it's sold fucking out. What the hell? And then you got the away in the manger thing. Everyone's doing it. Ugh, it's great. But this is a non-Bravo thing that I just need to tell you guys because it was amazing. Tis the season for Hallmark movies too, right? Best Hallmark movie I've watched since this holiday season. Three Wise Men and a Baby. Fucking watch that. It is the best. Loved it. Laughed my face off. The three dudes are amazing. Tyler Hines specifically. Oh my God. Yes. Andrew Walker, I think is his name. He's great as well. And then Paul Campbell, I think his name, the tall guy. They are amazing. Watch the movie. It is hilarious. Hallmark Channel. Yes. Three wise men and a baby, yes. So that is my take for my, uh, let's say, COVID analysis. And yes, I've been coughing throughout this whole thing. I had to start and stop. So it's not been fun. Again, yin's guys who don't have the shot, go get the shot. And uh, I got the shots, but it still sucks balls. So that's all I'm saying. But yin's guys, thank you so much for listening to me and my lower pitched voice. It's so funny. I spoke to a friend of mine the other day and she knew that I didn't sound normal. And then I told her that I had COVID and she's like, oh, I thought it was just like Kim bringing on her like low sexy voice. And then I said, listen, 
Kim's got a sexy voice all the time. Okay. So, and then she was like, yes. Okay. Yes, you do. But today it's lower. And I was like, thank you. So thanks for hanging in there with me and guys. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. I won't be doing the IG lives like Candace calling you fucking bitches and hoes. Hell no. Yin's guys are my people. Thank you so much for supporting. Uh, my IG handle is at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And be sure to follow us at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. Did you hear that little crackle? Uh, Believe spelled B-L-E-A-V. I hope Yin's guys have a great rest of the week. Tis the season to be jolly. Ho, 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 ho. And uh, tis the season to watch Bravo. And uh, I'll be surprised if I see any positive qualities from Austin, Jessica, or Grace Lily in this upcoming episodes of Winter House and Southern Hospitality. But in between now and then, have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.